I love anime where the theme song gets the point, uh, just crams in the synopsis of whatever the anime is supposed to be about. You know, Dragon Balls. And I'm t- and I'm looking at you, Jujutsu Kaisen. Would it kill you to just be like, hey, curses exist. <laughs> Get those fingers. Sakuna's fingers. How many fingers does he have? It's 10. 20, actually. Wait, 20. is it 20? <laughs> I haven't read the yeah, manga. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny because it's like, yes. He he's got arms. fingers on his feet. Oh, he's got four arms. Oh. Yeah, yes, he has four arms. I thought maybe he just has foot fingers and calls them fingers. <laughs> you mean toes? Exactly. Bro, you mean toes? Sakuna, this is, what, this is what I thought for three seconds. Sakuna in his infinite power was never told what toes were. <laughs> he just called them foot fingers. He's the strongest guy in the verse, but he was never told what toes were. Okay, here's the thing. If you eat Sakuna's toes, you don't get curse powers, but you do get a weird feather. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, what's up, fam? And we're back with here another episode of Ballin' Out. Super! Super. I'm your host, Lawson Phoenix, a.k.a. the man who conquered fire, a.k.a. the perfect shade of brown, a.k.a. the hitman, a.k.a. Lala. And I'm here with my lovely co-host, Benel Hermosen. Hello. And we have a special (laughs) guest with us this episode. We're recording here... On a Saturday morning, Saturday morning cartoons, everybody. Uh, Matt Stores. Oh, hi, everybody. Yeah, it's thank hey. you for having me. Uh, I'm very excited to get to talk to you today. Yeah, uh, Matt's a comedian, podcaster, and just all around swell guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I tried to be. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah. That's the rep on the streets. Oh, hell yeah, I got a street rep of being kind. That's exactly what <laughs> yeah. I always wanted. The street rep of kindness, the Mad Store's story. The nicest, uh, sweetest man. And uh, I was very happy to get him uh, to do our show. I- I've got to give kudos to Matt off the run and bury myself, because I gave Matt the wrong episode, and he still watched enough of the episodes to catch up to the right one. So... Uh... <laughs> it was my pleasure. I-, I watched this when I was a kid in English. And so it's like, oh wow! Like, I haven't seen this in so long. I I'm gonna I'm gonna finish out this season, see what's going on, or you know, finish out this story arc. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it all worked out. Yeah, I always I forget how fast things happen in this show. I mean, like there are episodes that are kind of like non sequiturs and kind of just like villain of the week episodes and stuff like that. But it's like compared to later. Dragon Ball Z and Super were like, you know, people charge up for four episodes at a time. Uh, (laughs) Things happen pretty quickly in Dragon Ball, relatively speaking. Yeah. Uh, Especially for an older show. Absolutely. And like the cliffhanger, because I watched episode 10, which ends with like them getting trapped. I was like, well, I got to see what happens. Uh, You know? Yeah. Like, I can't can't imagine having to wait another week for another Saturday morning to watch that, which I I guess I did when I was a kid. But like, (laughs) yeah, what's happening? What's going to go? Yeah. Uh, So, Matt, so you watched Dragon Ball, as you said, as a kid. Uh, growing up, was Dragon Ball the first? So, did you see Dragon Ball Z before Dragon Ball? 
No, if I recall correctly. Oh. Yeah, if I recall correctly, Dragon Ball was on first. um, And then when I was like, and so I saw that when I was really young, like, you know, before like 10. um, Mm -hmm. And then I saw uh, Dragon Ball Z was more like middle school because that was like in Phoenix. Oh, this is fun. Uh, So in Phoenix, the local television station, which was like connected to either Fox or NBC, you know, as the affiliate, they had Dragon Ball Z up until the Namek saga. And Mm. um, they had that like halfway through the Raccoon fight. They, They would cut it. And then they would cut to the, like, for the next two weekends or that next weekend, it would be a three-hour block for the Latter-day Saints to, like, have, like, a special church sermon. Bored. And and so they would do that, and then they would restart Dragon Ball Z from the beginning. And so, (laughs) like, the three times in a row, I watched all of Dragon Ball Z, first, like, half of Dragon Ball Z up over the raccoon fight. Um, but with Dragon Ball, I was able, you know, since, you know, I was young and like, it was, you know, all, all available. I was able to watch that from the beginning and like have a complete story arc, which was really nice. That's dope. Yeah. I feel like we've heard about this before, right? But now we're like, cause they would, Dragon Ball Z would continually like play from the beginning to the Frieza saga and then start over. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like. Which is why the Frieza saga is, like, most people's, um, it's just, like, the, the thing that sticks out in their memory the most. Because, like, the, the, the Namek planet is very specific, and Frieza's is, like, you know, bigger-than-life villain, and, you know, it's like a real race for the Dragon Balls against Space Hitler. Um, and Vegeta's around a lot, people love Vegeta, you know. Uh, I feel like that's, like, the, the Dragon Ball Z that people think of a lot, like, you know, young Goku with the, or young Gohan with the bowl cut. Right. Uh, and Krillin, yeah. and the Gohan and Krillin team, and, uh, yeah, and then running around from the Doria, and, uh, that was the, yeah, it's, it's the reason we, it's the reason a lot of people, like, it's basically up to the Namek saga, is, like, where people's, like, that's the firmament of the Dragon Ball Z watching experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like quintessential Z. Which I think is a shame because I think the Cell Saga is uh, strictly better. One hundred percent. Yeah, once I saw the Cell Saga, I was like, "This is so good." Yeah, yeah. The, the Cell Saga is actually uh, remarkably good. Like yeah. it, it's it's like the heightened version of everything that has come before it. Yes, I think I, I my favorite Dragon Ball sagas. The whole of it for all of all of them, I would I would choose the Piccolo Saga, is my favorite from Dragon Ball, and then I pick the Cell Saga from Z. Uh, then I probably pick the Namek Saga third, probably. But uh, I do love Dragon Ball. So the, one of the reasons, um, Matt, that I decided to continue this illustrious podcast that was bequeathed to me by uh, Alex and Katie and also Jeremy. Uh, was because they never did Dragon Ball. They did Super, and they did Z, and GT. And I was like, well, Dragon Ball is actually the best one, so I'm going to just keep doing... I'm going to do Dragon Ball. Mm. <laughs> you guys haven't done what I think is peak 
Dragon Ball, which is Dragon Ball. Um, the one thing I will say about Dragon Ball is it doesn't have Gohan, who's my favorite character in the whole series. Uh, but it does have Pete Goku, and much better Yamcha and Tien. <laughs> yes, yes. And then Master Roshi doing stuff. Um, and Demon King Piccolo, who's uh, pretty lit. Um, my favorite villain until Frieza, for sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, um, so we, we got all that here. So, Matt, are you, so, uh, are you still, are you a modern connoisseur of the anime? I, I wouldn't say so. I, I will, you know, I don't, like, seek it out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, like, I do, uh, w- you know, if, I, it's one of the things that, like, I will occasionally go down, like, a Wikipedia uh, deep dive or, you know, a mm. uh, fan yeah. fanpedia deep dive of, like, episode recaps and then just being like, oh, okay, so, like, I'm a little bit informed and then, like, watch a couple episodes. But, yeah, I, I kind of fell off of it, if I'm going to be completely honest. Sure, yeah. Uh, do you think, would you have, a, like, a five favorite anime list? Oh, if you, if you had one oh. from your youth or from any time period. Yeah, I would say, um, I mean, Sailor Moon would be on there. Um, Word. And because I was I was into that. Uh, so probably Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z probably would, you know, be on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, I did enjoy Cowboy Bebop quite a bit. Um, sure, the classic, classical. Yeah. And then, yeah. let's see, I'm missing something. There's, um, uh, I'll, I'll see if it comes to me, but I can't remember. There's something Hello up there. Star. Yeah, I don't know uh, what it was. It was like, um, uh, what's the one where the kid, it's like a comedy one? I don't know. I, I'll, I'll see if it comes to me. Um, but yeah, it's the not. Problem, okay. Yeah, it's like a more of a comedy one. Um, is but case, is it case closed? It might be case closed. That's the one where what is the like? It's a short kid in that one. Yeah, it's a short kid who solves crimes. Yeah, that's the one. Case closed. Yeah, yeah, case yeah, closed. yeah. Word. Yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Uh, my friend Josh Rodriguez swears by that one though. Um, yeah, that was. <laughs> I remember <laughs> loving that. Is- Case because it's good doesn't have like the only thing it doesn't have is like a center arc like it doesn't it's like mm. a lot it's very episodic right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Matt I was I would um you know I I I don't uh make suggestions lightly but I think um I would I think you would very much enjoy Mob Psycho one hundred okay oh yeah absolutely you would love Mob, um, Mob Psycho yeah I think. Uh, uh, to be fair, I'm I'm a big Mob Psycho 100 fan, but I think you specifically would like it as well. Uh, I think it would uh, check a lot of boxes for you. Nice. Oh, that, yeah. If I was gonna if I was gonna suggest one anime to you, that would be I mean, we we talked about the ending of Mob Psycho, right? Right. I haven't seen season three though. Oh, okay. But um, okay. No. I, but I've uh, been intentionally dragging my feet on a lot of anime, mm. including that one, because uh, I don't. I'm not ready, bro. I'm just not ready. I'm ready to let it go. <laughs> I'm not ready to let it go. <laughs> I will be. I will it's be. Got, I will be some point. It's gotta meet you. It's gotta meet you where you're where you're at. 
like in, in your life. That's why I found like I yeah I was able yeah. to let Mob Psycho go because of where I am in my life. But like, yeah. if you're not if you're not there yet, you're not there yet. Well, I didn't even think so. I didn't even think we were gonna get a season three, and then we got it. And but then I but I know this is it. Yeah, <laughs> this time I know this is it. Uh, which makes it different. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want it to. End I, for real. I don't want you to go, Bob. I don't yeah, want you to don't, go. Don't leave me, Mob Psycho. Yeah, that sounds like me in a like in the third act of a video game, being like, mm. I really enjoyed this, and I've over leveled, and I, you know, these characters, they're just gonna permanently stay in my mind with a problem to solve. You know? That, yeah. I, bro, that's so true. There's so many video games. That I get to the final dungeon slash arc slash whatever and just don't beat so many. And then I feel like, I feel like it's like a problem that I have though. I don't know if that's real or not, but I feel like I have a real issue finishing video games, which then I feel like translates to my real life sometimes. <laughs> like Golden Sun, I'm just off the top of my head. Golden Sun, um, uh, Dark Cloud. Uh, uh, Dragon Quest, the one for PS2. I'm gonna say eight, I think. Uh, Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, <laughs> all games I got to either the final dungeon, literally, sometimes the final boss, and then just didn't beat. I just, I just stopped. I just stopped playing the game. Uh. There's others too. That's not it. There's been others. Uh, yeah. But. Um, I still can't beat Final Fantasy VI, and I and I love that game. But I still I still have never finished it. Every time I <laughs> I get somewhere in the middle, and then and then I just I just I don't I don't keep playing. It's really weird. Um, and I haven't but, finished the game in years. Like I've I have not seen the the end screen of like <laughs> pretty much every Steam game I own. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 hard to finish things sometimes like that. Yeah, at this one looks like I'm just collecting Steam games to get Steam games. I mean, I definitely am doing that. Yeah, I've definitely become like a Steam game collector. Yeah, uh, it's it's a, it, they got that Netflix model down. Yeah. Like, we're just yeah. gonna offer you the whole thing, and you're you're gonna buy it, but you're not gonna play it. I can't turn down a a two D sixteen bit. Oh, like classic looking RPG style game. Yeah, especially because they're like six dollars. Yeah, yeah, for five dollars, it's like that's like hey, you want this like they just let it get you. Do you want this game that looks like Chrono Trigger for five dollars? Uh, yeah, I'll have a hundred of them and play <laughs> one of them. Yes, I'll take a hundred of them and play one of them in the last three years. Yeah. That's uh, that's how they get. Look, they, those, these uh these sneaky motherfuckers got me because they put XCOM on sale, all of it. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. "These are two dollars a piece." I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have uh, I'll have all of them. <laughs> I'll, I'll get all the like they did a war they did a Warhammer sale. Most of these games are trash, but I'm like, yeah, I'll play. What they get like Mechanicus and Gladius for like two dollars? Yeah, I'll fucking buy them. I I have the thing where I have a wish list of like all these like pixel art games, pixel art RPG ish type games. And I'll be like, I'm just waiting for them for that uh, sale announcement. Waiting for that pie <laughs> I'm just waiting to get that email. Hey, this thing on your wish list is fifty percent off. Bet. 
Meanwhile, I'm never gonna play it, but I'll, I'll buy it for half off and never play it. You know, it's like, <laughs> like you know. Meanwhile, I have like. <laughs> meanwhile, I just I buy games and then just go back to playing Tabletop Simulator when I can, like every time I can. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I just bought Darkest Dungeon Two. Cool, I'm gonna play it for like thirty minutes and then back to Tabletop Simulator, baby. You know what? You know the the weird. I have all these Steam games, and the last fucking game I played. Well, I I, I I was playing fucking Pokemon Fire Red. Of course it was. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Randomized? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, it's like... Those are great. I love those. Yeah, those are fun. I just like... Uh, I forget like how I... Uh, because I decided to, uh, you know, small plug, I uploaded... I'm uploading the thing to my YouTube channel, but uh, but it's also because I never, I never played a randomizer for more than like a like a gym or two, in any of the ones I ever played. Um, so I want to like actually try to beat Pokemon as a, in the randomizer mode. Uh, so, but who knows? I might get like bored of that <laughs> and just stop doing it. I do find it hard to sit down and play a game now, though. How does like, the... I play games with my friends and shit on Discord, and yeah. I feel like that's a lot easier to do. Yeah, my my uh, since I'm playing a lot, I'm playing a lot of war games lately. By the way, I just played my first war game uh, meetup, fucking on Thursday. I had nice. a fucking great time. I got smoked, but that's I had, awesome. I had an amazing time. Um, you've been interested to play to war game. I know Ben else. So I'm, been, I'm glad, yeah. happy for you. Yeah, because I can't get anybody in my social circle to do it. I have to go outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm, nobody. I can't afford to get into this new hobby, but nobody. No, I I, and I've gotten Lawson into like 17 games. Like we. Yeah, you got. He's, yeah, what, he's got me the into guy. MTG and he's yeah. the guy I fucking push all my new crack on, and he <laughs> like war gaming was like the one time he was like, well, let's. Pump no the thing. Pump the, pump the brakes, buddy. Let's like I can't yeah. be I can't be assembling and painting. And, uh, yeah. But I got him into crack cocaine, so I, I did my job. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's all you can really wish for, you know. Right. You, know, you I, just gotta <laughs> expose people to things they're really gonna like, like crack. Yeah, like yeah. crack or like, magic gathering is basically the equivalent of crack. Like, yeah, it's not. Let's not. You, you got me into MTG, and then I got a bunch of my friends into MTG. I really. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I did. I'm fucking Mr. Pusher yeah. Man here, and now I'm off MTG. That's the that's the funny part. Like I got sober. I mean, that's just, a lot of people get off MTG. Oh well, yeah, you know. it's because the game is bad now. <laughs> that's, that's not our fault. They made the game. Bad. They made the game bad, so now people are moving on to like flesh and blood, and I'm like a psychopath that jumped into 40k. So there you go. I, I, I'm in the. I stay in the flesh and blood kitty pool. I'm just chilling and like. The two feet deep flesh and blood pool. Honestly. I think the reason the reason I jumped into war gaming is because like I'm not good enough for flesh and blood, <laughs> like as a person. Like I feel like I'm like yeah. I am. I lo- I love the game. I am not smart enough to play this game. Yeah, like it's that, rough. That's what it feels like. It really feels like if I bring a I, like because I play Kasai and if my Kasai deck goes Jun up against Kasai? yeah, I play Jun Kasai. I had to. That'd be well. Actually, that's a great alt alt art card. It just gives you can sigh. Crazy monkey, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I if I bring my Jinkasai deck to someone that knows what they're doing, I'm getting fucking aced every time. But no, okay, it's a wrestling side tangent. But Matt also watches wrestling, so it's not 
Uh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, so we're good. I don't. Although I don't think Matt has seen this, but I don't know if you've seen this either, Benel. Did you see the Desperado Jun Kasai match from last year? Yeah, it was awesome. You did. Yeah, okay, I fucking ruled. Fucking... Matt, you know Desperado, obviously. From yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Desperado, but I haven't seen that match now. Yeah, so Jun Kasai is uh, the crazy monkey. He's the deathmatch guy. He's basically Japanese McFoley, um, for lack of a better comparison. Uh, but he's nuts. And Desperado, he had a death match with Desperado last year, and it was like one of the best matches of the year. It was like very, uh, it was like an amazing death match, but also just an amazing like story and and match. And uh, then the promos after were even better than the match somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like really good promos uh, without spoiling it. And so, well, okay, I guess I'll spoil it so that you know this is good. Uh, basically, Despy had said, like, he had said, like, I'm not afraid of death, and I don't mind if, uh, he, Despy said, like, I'll, you know, I don't, I'm not even scared of dying in the ring or whatever. He, like, like, they're really, like, he's a really cool badass. And Junkasai said, you fucking idiot, how dare you say something like that? You're finally, <laughs> you're finally a main eventer as a junior, you finally beat Hiromu, you finally won the junior title, you finally are a big star and a main eventer in New Japan, you have all these things to live for. So don't you ever fucking say <laughs> that you're not afraid of death, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and it was like it was so fucking good. I it was it was like one of the best promos I've ever seen. It was it's, so it's, good. It's it's, <laughs> it's like a, it was a repudiation of like youthful death drive from a guy who's been through everything and he's like you yeah. don't want to die. You want to live. So you, you want to live, you idiot. You can yeah. keep doing this. It this was straight up out of an this. anime. It was it, this literally uh, if you guys have seen Roroni Kenshin, that's literally the story that his master, like, imparts on Kenshin before his final battle is. Like, Kenshin's like, why can't I master this technique? I'm not afraid of death. And his master's like, because you're not afraid of death, you fucking idiot. You're supposed to be afraid of death. <laughs> Otherwise, you doesn't, it means you, because you don't value your life. That's why you can't master the final technique. Anyway, love Roroni Kenshin. Sad the creator is a pedophile. Anyhow, uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of our childhood. Yeah, Love I this it's... thing. Sad the creator was. <laughs> Listen, it's uh, it's it's it sucks. Love I still love the show though. Love running Stimpy. Sad that the creator is a pedophile. Was he? Was he actually? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's for real. And an awful person on top of it. Uh, and a bad pedophile on top of it. <laughs> and bad. Oh man. <laughs> He wasn't. Uh, a, he wasn't one of those nice pedophiles that you hear about on the news. He did not. No, no. He was a real. Me- he was a real dick about it. He's a pedophile and an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, um. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, we have emails, but now. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that dragon. Uh, That's a lie. We we have an email, but I'm going to read it anyway. (laughs) Um, This is uh, is, uh, Eric, uh, in parentheses, the other Eric, because we got emails from uh, another Eric, Eric M. This is Eric C. Uh, It says, Dear Ballers, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you as the dads that stepped up after Alex and Katie went out to get smokes. Oh, thanks, Eric. We're doing our best here. Um, Speaking of Piccolo... Why isn't he taking over the world? 
This is like modern Piccolo he's talking about in Super. It's not like he'd have trouble rinsing the Dog King's world army. And at least in Super, it really seems like no one could stop him would give a shit. Uh, mm. It seems like no one who could stop him would give a shit. He's not lazy, so does he just not care anymore? Or does he think Chi-Chi would disapprove? Uh, thank you, Eric. I mean, um, yeah, I don't think he cares about taking over the world anymore. I mean, he's, like, seen galactic-level conflicts. The universal, hey, hey. multi-universal conflicts. It's, so it's, taking over the Earth seems yeah. pretty, like, mid yeah, his pe- <laughs> like maybe the last thing he wants to be is a conqueror because he saw what happened to the people in Namek. Yeah, uh, when they when dealing with a conqueror, he also is older and he just kind of chilled out. It happens. Yeah, he's a dad now. Yeah, it happens. You get you get a kid and you fucking. I mean, he's fucking like a relax. now. Yeah, you fucking yeah, relax. He's, he he was a dad in Dragon Ball Z. Now he's like a granddad. <laughs> he's like Pan's grandfather. It happens to everyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he, he's, he hasn't had world, uh, taken over the world ambition since, uh, the Saiyan saga. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think, I mean, he probably would be a better president than Dog King or whoever. Yeah. (laughs) But that's not really the point. I think, I think it's like, uh, I think it's like stand up. It's like he was super into it for a while and then he just kind of got older. The scene got less cool, decided to like... (laughs) Do other things. Do Warhammer and yeah, podcasts. Do, do Warhammer and podcasts. Learn <laughs> learn learn a trade. You know. Mm, yeah. Work on his film editing. Just like that's that's basically what happens. Just start a yeah, start a wrestling company and become a wrestler. Yeah, start a wrestling company, become a wrestler. <laughs> you know, build out you those know, he, skill sets. Yeah, he just yeah. really filled out those skill sets. Got super into it. <laughs> Got yeah. It, like he and he keeps going like you know, I'll get back to it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll I'll, I'll get back to trying to conquer the world, but really, really, you know, no, his heart's not into it. When I like took uh, my hiatus from comedy in two thousand, well, the thing is, okay, we, we were still doing shows, Benel. Yeah, but so we, are, no, still we were still kind of doing stand up. We were taking the hiatus while doing shows. <laughs> yeah, we as comedians would put on comedy shows in which we would wrestle each other. Yeah. <laughs> And not do comedy. Yep. But I did do comedy on a couple of them, but I'll just like kind of just to do it. But like honestly, my heart hasn't really been in stand up since like 2018. That's a Man, long time. That's a long time. From, that's a half a decade. Uh, and since then, I always think like you know I'm gonna. I at one point, stand up was my favorite thing. I mm. loved it more than anything. Yeah. So it's like, how could I never go back to it? It's like, someday I'm going to be like, I got to go back to it. And I did my first set th- since COVID last month because my friend had an open mic. And um, it was fun, but it didn't it didn't reignite the, the spark yeah. in me. Uh, like, I I didn't think it would necessarily, but I just keep waiting, Benel. And I, I don't, I didn't, maybe that day will never come. Maybe I'll just never love it again. I, I think know, it, it well, I think what it is, is it's just part of your skill set now. Uh, that is what it feels like. It is something you can do at any point. You can pull it out. But like, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, doing it was like when I did the open mic. I mean, there was like low stakes. It couldn't have been lower stakes. Yeah, but it was still like, like right, you know, like riding a bike, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> it is um, it is someone that used to play D one basketball, but like decided yeah. not to do that. 
Sure. He. I don't know if I should put myself over to that degree. Playing, sure. playing. Okay, well, you are. Okay, I'm, don't. I was pretty good, but it's your, like there's, there's a lot over. of things in the industry I didn't do though. Oh uh, yeah, put yourself. You know? No, for, well, yeah, but you did the stand-up part, which is like I think. <laughs> sure. Sure. Supposed to be. It feels like the stand-up part should be the most important part, but it isn't. I didn't do a lot of industry things, though. So. Yeah, um, and as we can, yeah. and, and as we all know, the industry is full of pedophiles and uh, snakes. So there you go. Yeah, I feel ba- I feel bad saying this because Matt's still doing stand up, and I love Matt. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, you know. And I support I support all my friends who still do it who are great. Like yeah, Matt. Go, yeah, no, I uh, absolutely. I it's not for me, and also you know. You guys know, like you're in the industry, so you already know what's going on. Like, <laughs> sure, sure, like, yeah. I mean, oh, this industry is full of Nazis and pedophiles. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. But now, that's a th- here's the thing, though. You can. It doesn't have to who be you, who you associate with. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I okay. Like in my actual friend group, I, there are a couple problematic people. Sure. Uh, Damn, man. But, just at, but just like, at me next time, bro. <laughs> I did not want to. At me next time. I know, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't. This is not. This is not the form for. for, for that. <laughs> but like, but we, it's not the form to out Benel Jermosen, the, the monster. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, but <laughs> I mean, for the most part, it was. It was pretty. It was adjacent. It was most like adjacent. It was like people, who, like uh, people. I knew people who knew people who like. Yeah. In, in the, you know what I mean? But uh, uh, we should dive in to this week's episode. Of Dragon Ball. All right, Benny G, take us through episode twelve. Episode twelve. Uh, hello, Benel in the future. This is Benel in the past. You were very high while watching this episode. It was what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I say what the fuck because I forget you're not straight edge anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and that this is a possibility even. Yeah. <laughs> right, there you go. Uh was it was it was just weed, Benny G? Yeah, it was just a gummy. It was a little of the Mary Jane, a little of the yeah. devil's lettuce. Oh, right. devil's lettuce. Yeah. Um right. Let's watch some Dragon Ball, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. It's nighttime at Emperor's Pilaf's mansion in well, Palace would be the word. Uh, and the seven dragon's walls have been assembled. Pilaf calls the great dragon as Puar and Oolong, in bat form, make a dash to stop the emperor from uh, obtaining his wish, being cheered on by Boma and Yamcha, while Goku, who is too short to see the hole he's made, uh, tries to get a look-see himself. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, we left off here. The uh, Oolong and Puar are only hopes as are other uh, human and non-human heroes. <laughs> human slash same heroes are trapped in a, in a, in a box. A stone box. What's that box? <laughs> What's in the box? Anyway, as uh, Pulong and, uh, as Puar and Oolong approach, the dragon Shenlong... Appears and materializes like a yellow boat of lightning rising into the sky from Dragon Ball. Um, as uh, the dragon manifests, Pilaf daydreams about being master and ruler of the world. 
Yeah, you know, he, it's not enough for him to be an emperor of uh, whatever he's the emperor of. Um, he wants to rule. Here's the thing. Like, so, spoilers, he's not going to be the ruler of the world. But even if he wished for that, what would that even mean? Well, that, for him, it's just standing around while people bow. And I don't think he really thought it out. No. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to picture what it means. Like, if he wished for that, like, what would the dragon have changed? Like, like he like he makes, like, a treaty that says the whole earth belongs to him? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't... <laughs> What what happened? Like, how do you wish to rule the world? Like, what happens? I don't like. I don't. I feel there's there's a lot of steps towards ruling the world in real life. Yeah. So and how do you with one wish? Like what? That's like a lot of steps. First, everyone has to know who you are. Yeah, and first, they have to first, first foremostly. You. Yeah, and then you have to have infrastructure. Right. Um, and then you have to like delegate tasks to people and make sure that they're loyal. Like, do you create like like a uh, uh, ten thousand dukes who become yeah, so and, like you're the monarch now of all of them? And yeah, <laughs> if you think it's just sitting back and like letting like letting people run shit, it's like no, you have to because like the first thing that's gonna happen is everyone's gonna try to kill you because that's what happens when you're. Yeah. Well, actually, if I may, I think that the yeah. real thing, what would happen, I think that ultimately it would just be a blanket, like, okay, this is the emperor of the world. But then he would be hit with just the influx of paperwork and mm -hmm. uh, all of the, you know, managerial and like bureaucratic tasks, like appointing all of those dukes, like figuring out how everything works. And I think that it, you know, based on what I've seen of his personality, he would get overwhelmed very quickly. Um, yeah. Like, it would not be just people bowing to him. It would be people bowing to him and then, like, 15 people asking him, like, hey, what do we do about this water crisis? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he doesn't handle pressure very well, and he's not very competent, so... Uh, yeah. It'd be like that scene in, um... Uh, when the movie where Jim Carrey's God, or whatever, uh, whatever it's called... Uh, Bruce uh, Almighty. And Bruce Almighty, thank you. Where, like, he's trying to organize all the prayers into shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. So turn them into post-it notes or whatever. Yeah, that he'd be overwhelmed to that degree, uh, but be uh, completely unable to handle it. Which, kind of, you know, that kind of would have been a fun alternative way to end this arc. <laughs> is he actually gets what he wants, but what he wants is not what he wanted. Then he teams up with Goku to find the uh, the Seven Dragon Ball to undo his wish. To undo the wish, yeah, yeah, that would that would have been a fun little thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But we don't get that. We get something even sillier. I mean, yeah. <laughs> very silly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the most silly. So uh, I do want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about how cool the Shenlong design is. Because I think it's yeah. like what gets people into Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z more than anything. Because it's it's yeah. within the first, in the opening like Dragon Ball signature, like you get the Shenlong dragon, and it's it's such a fucking cool design. It's like so arresting. It's a classic ass, and it's just a classic ass Chinese dragon design. Like long head, sure. long body, snake head, you know, different claws. Like it's mm -hmm. just a really good version of. What is a classic, 
dragon, a, a classic East Asian dragon. And I think that's why it's like why it holds people's attention is because um, of that design. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, um, I also wanted to point out that, yeah, we're 12 episodes in and we get to see Shenron. And at this point in the show, he is a majestic figure that adds gravitas to this silly fucking gag manga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think Absolutely. we're like, we, it's so easy to be very used to Z and beyond where they can all kill fucking Shenron or whatever. Like, like <laughs> uh, and, but like, again, before the power creep sets in, it's like, like, yeah, Roshi blew up a mountain with the Kamehameha. And cause Roshi's like a, a, a ten pole of power in this verse. But like, outside of that, like this whole, the appearance of Shenron is like larger than life. Like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's like so cool. Like you said, um, and it just adds another, uh, it adds a fun, fantastical, uh, moment, like, uh, yeah, like, context to Dragon Ball, this silly, silly, silly show where a pig runs around and Bulma says piggy and then he shits himself. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things Toriyama's really good at, it's like, I think one of these, ex- he really excels at is these, uh, mystical, myth like mythological creature art and other than like he has like things that he's very good at and once he stops doing those things in dragon ball z you can see that like, the show has a different flavor to it and also it becomes not as good like like the technology the mystical animals that really sets dragon ball apart from other uh shonen mangas that are that, that are out there other adventure strips that were out that were out there at the time, like I mean, it's his. I, I always of, yeah, it's his huge of like his design sense is like what makes things like Chrono Trigger, like Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger, yeah. like the reason they stick they stick around. The reason Dragon Quest sticks around is because of those Toriyama designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chrono uh, Trigger is an all time game. I love that game so much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a it's an all timer and it's it's, it's well designed and it's. Like the art direction is amazing. Everything's like yeah. when. I'm, so yeah, let's 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 give a a, a big man, T man, his flowers. Absolutely, and I also I want to point out. I feel like I always bring this up as the big One Piece fan I am, but, but I but I do have to bring this up because uh, drag the, the, Dragon Ball, the encompassing series, is very similar to One Piece. It's like early on. It's it's goofy. It's not like you know. It's One Piece is more modern than Dragon Ball, but it's like early on. It's goofy. It's an adventure, and it's not like there. Are, it's not about fight choreography. It's like a thing people say about One Piece. It's like the fights don't look as cool as in Naruto or whatever. And it's like, well, I mean, there there there. <laughs> there's more to them than there are in early Dragon Ball, but like, yeah, it's not really about that. And then. I'm, we're now seeing Oda, like, in modern One Piece. He's he's getting on his Dragon Ball Z kick, where, like, the fights are way more, um... There's a lot more choreography to them, you know? Because if you look at the timeline from Dragon Ball to Z, by the time, like, the power, like, gets up to there, where, like, Toriyama's, like, it's more about fight choreography. Uh, it's very similar to One Piece, in a lot of ways. Um, that's it. 
My yeah. One Piece rant over. All right. <laughs> okay, so back to the show. Uh, yes. Shenlong asks Pilaf. He's the one who summoned him and tells him that he has one wish. Goku finally gets a look at the dragon and tries to Kamehameha his way out of jail, but it doesn't work right away, and Goku's trying to get hungry. But he powers through because he wants to beat this dragon. So get ready for another Kamehameha door. And he just Kamehameha's his way out. He does. He does it through perseverance and throwing a fuck ton of Kamehameha's. <laughs> well, if I learn, he's a D&D player because he learned one new move and therefore is going to spam it. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Bro, when you're a hammer, everything's a thing to come okay, in. I, I, got... <laughs> I have this mage hand spell. I'm going to fucking everything's mage hand. I mage hand it? I'm going to mage hand it. First of all, I'm not gonna, I'd never touch anything. Mage hand all day. It's like when my friend Dima learned possession. Oh, yeah. Oh, why did, magic spell. why did anybody... Why, why I did, should... Uh, I, I was new to the ICRPG magic system, and I... You know, the spells were all new to me, so I just let the players do whatever. But I really shouldn't have let him learn yes. that possession spell. <laughs> especially, especially Dima. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fucked up. Like, I I kept Dima on a short leash. <laughs> on a real Well, the leash. thing is, he was uh, in your game, he was a rogue. He was a rogue. but I Which stuck, I thought was bad enough. <laughs> I still kept him on a short leash. I made him a psychic rogue, though. Like, he had to go through yeah, it, though. I thought it was bad enough, but then when he had magic, it was so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he possessed a child. That was that was really th- that's where we all drew the line. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the whole party, Dima, like you can't, Dima, you, Dima can't. you got you got to Yeah, you gotta. You always gotta like. You can't possess a child. You gotta rein. Like, you gotta rein him in because he will abide by anything you say. But you, I explicitly described this child as an orphan. Yeah. Well, you see that you just made it more tantalizing. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I know. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you learn you learn something new every time you GM. That's what I say. <laughs> all right. Meanwhile, Puar and Oolong have witnessed a great dragon. Uh, uh, witnessed a great dragon and are terrified of of uh, this giant monster's uh, grand, you know, creature. Um, Piaf also is taken aback by the dragon's awesomeness, and he hesitates to get his wish out. Rashly, Ulan decides that he's going to need to say something first and rushes the dragon, telling the dragon his wish before Piaf can utter his desire. That wish? Some fresh cotton panties, baby. Okay, so... I, I know... <laughs> I, I know factually that the Japanese and the manga... And the He wished for panties to save the day. And it, I I have to point out, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out, in the English version, to somewhat soften this, as he's running, he goes, these briefs are killing me. And then when he leaps on Pilaf's head, he says, I wish for a pair of fresh, comfortable underwear. Meaning, you're supposed to think he wants underwear to wear for himself because his briefs are uncomfortable. However, <laughs> you still have to watch as clearly from the sky panties are dropped on his head and then he continues to wear them on his head for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Which kind of negates the attempt to soften this. Yeah. 
it's pretty clear that those are panties, and he's not wearing them on his where underwear goes. He has them on his head the whole time. <sighs> Matt, your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, people are entitled to their interests, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kink shame. I'm not gonna wish shame. No. You know, you can, no. you can wish for what you want to wish for, even if it's not the grandest thing, or even if it's something like you could have gone to like a convenience store or like a, you know, mm. local clothing store and gotten that. Um, yeah, but you know, that's. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's like the marshmallow problem with the little kids. It's like you can have one marshmallow now or you can wait and have two. And he's just like, no, I don't want any marshmallows. I just want panties. Yes. (laughs) It's exactly like that, Matt. Thank you for that analogy. Yeah. It's exactly like what it is. Yeah, that that, that nails it. Let it not be... Now, here's the thing. Oolong in the narrative, quote, save the world... Again, I question this because, as Matt said, I think if Pilaf got what he wanted, probably the world wouldn't be over. It would just he would just be fucked. But let's say I'll you know I'll go with you, show you tell me that Oolong saved the world, and that's that's the joke. Okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, and no one was harmed in this wish. He didn't steal these panties from somebody. It's not like sure it's crass, sure it's kink adjacent um but you know at least nobody was harmed right it's just a harmless little wish and the thing that's hilarious what makes it actually kind of funny is the grand majestic shenron disappears like cool and panties just fall from the sky like that's mm-hmm. <laughs> like that visual and, and, is actually pretty funny panties <laughs> fall from the sky from a shooting fucking star yeah. That is actually like a funny image, like that, like the whole juxtaposition of Shenron in the panties, like <laughs> your wish is granted, and then it's yeah, um, and we can't see him again for a little while, and then we get the the sound of the seven balls flying off, scattered across the earth. Benji, uh. Yeah, the, the, the balls scatter across the earth, and Bulma explains that when the balls scatter, they're sent all over the, the world, uh, and they have to be recollected in order to make another wish, uh, which is a great... That's a great way of, like, well, why not just keep making wishes? Well, now you know. Uh, Pilaf, infuriated, tells Mai and Shen to get that fucking pig... Mai and Shen give oh Mai and Shun give chase, catching sight of Goku, Yamcha, and Bulma on the high castle walls, and start taking shots with the AK. Not the AK, it's a it's Uzi. Yeah, remember when guns were relevant? That's crazy. I mean, we live in America, <laughs> right? But I'm just saying, like in Dragon Ball, like in Dragon Ball, yeah, people had guns. You know, Yamcha and even like a hungry Goku would rinse everybody now, but Mai has a gun, and that's enough to make them have to run away. Yeah. So, everyone, uh, the team bolts for it with Shun and Mai giving chase. Uh, Boma and Yamcha have to come back for Goku, however, who's too hungry to continue. Uh, and so, Shun unleashes his squad of guard dogs. Which I thought was going to be dogs in, like, you know, 
you know, guard suits and stuff like that. No, they're actual, like, dogs, which is weird. It's like a weird classist thing going on here. This is a goofy Pluto situation. <laughs> because why oh, like, is he a ninja? Oh, like, Shun wears pants, therefore he is treated like a person, and, like, Goofy does, and, and the dogs don't wear pants. So he walks not. in all twosies and is dressed like a, well, ninja. Not just a person, but a ninja. But <laughs> like a specific person. Like no. Like a specific, he has a specific job. Class, you might say. Which is ninja. And he walks on all twosies and talks. And he's a dog person. But the guard dogs are dogs that happen to be guards. <laughs> um, <laughs> now this next scene... I honestly, I was, I felt bad, uh, for, for Matt watching this next scene. <laughs> I gotta be honest. And as Matt, I know Matt's a dog owner. And, uh, for all the dog owners out there, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. So the dogs uh, cut, yo, so, so the guy, the dogs cut off, uh, yo, uh, Goku, Yamcha, and Bulma. And so Yamcha throws the dogs, throws, Goku at the dog. Goku sees, you know, turkey legs, and then beats up the dogs. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't yeah, try to eat them. He, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> fucking chicken! I'm gonna kick the shit out of it." Right? Yeah. Like, okay. Would it have been better if he actually tried to eat them, though? Uh, <laughs> like, I feel like make, I feel wait. like we were spared of that. <laughs> we were spared of that, but he's like, it kind of makes more sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, he should he should have beat them up and then try to eat them. Yeah. But also, I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, I have to interject here. Um, listen, I love dogs, okay? Uh, they're great. I like them way more than cats. Sorry to all the cat people out there. Damn. But, Damn, come, come at me. Listen, I'm so, I, I've, no, I've never owned a dog. I've only ever owned cats, but I walk dogs, and they're they're simply better. But... I'm also an Asian person. Now, <laughs> that is not to say. Oh, here's what I, here's what I'm saying. Um, I don't think it's immoral to want to eat a dog. Okay, I don't think it's a morality thing. But I didn't want to see Goku eat the dog. Okay, and it was weird as an American person in the year 2023 to see it for Goku to see a dog and think about eating it. It was weird. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's not like when Roshi, like, tries to, you know, see Boma's panty. It's not, like, immoral. Okay, but it was weird. <laughs> and I'm glad it didn't happen. <laughs> Goku, he's nerfed right now, because he's hungry. He's a hungry boy. Yeah. He's in a Kamehameha refractory period. He, uh, he does beat up these dogs, though. Uh, when the he does beat up these dogs, again, uh, yeah. sorry to the dog owners. <laughs> when the team uh, retreats... Uh, they are cut off by another pair, hungry, another angry uh, pair of wild dogs, and Yamcha unleashes his Rogan Fufu Ken, which is ironic, considering that uh, he's now enacting canine and canine violence. <laughs> that is, <laughs> yeah, to use Wolf Fang Fist against dogs. The ultimate is, uh, it's like when Quentin Rampage Jackson said, "There's going to be some more black on black crime." <laughs> And one of my favorite uh, UFC promos. Like the ultimate iron. <laughs> it's going to be so black on black crime. All right, Rampage. <laughs> All right, man. 
I mean, you could have you could have said something <laughs> number mean, of things, but all yeah, right. Fucking, there you go. I mean, uh, all right, man. Goku and Bulma, Goku, Bulma, and Yamcha escape while Oolong and Puar try to outrun the dogs. Uh, Goku and Yamcha and Bulma make their way through the castle, tag teaming some dogs, and then try to make their way out of the castle using Goku's power pole to escape, but are foiled by the lack of windows. <laughs> so I'm okay. All right. I don't know what the plan was. I don't know. I can't <laughs> no, either. This part, the, the, was there a weird edit here? Did, did something go wrong with the no, edit? No, I just like, I, I don't think they. I don't know what they thought the plan was going to be. This, like, 45 seconds here didn't make any fucking sense. Because they just get to a room. Goku power poles. We know the power pole can extend to the moon. Uh, By the way, Matt, that happened in a previous episode. They Goku took these thugs to the moon once. That's uh, so it, like a horrible way to die. <laughs> well, he left them up there because they were bad guys. Even and also, wor- yes. Even worse, they had to do free labor for the rest of their lives. Yeah, because I mean, they're bad guys. That's what they get. They have to make. They have to make. Uh, what was it? Sweets for the children for the yeah. next year. Yep. Yeah. And also, they're killed by Piccolo when he comes in as the moon. But anyway, uh, actually, sorry, Roshi's first. Roshi kills them. But the point is, um, <laughs> that so the power pole can extend to the moon, but here it just extends and then stops. And they're like, what was the plan? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm watching this going, I don't know either. And then they fall over. <laughs> and I don't know what was supposed to happen there. It seemed like a weird, like, edit team or mistranslation. I don't know. No, they yeah. didn't even try bother. Like, they didn't even bother explaining the joke in the <laughs> Japanese version. It's okay. just something that happens. All right. And they fall on uh, Oolong and Puar, who have turned into birds. Uh, Oolong yeah. still has the panties on his head, by the way. Of course. So. Even in bird form. Yeah. Yep. So they are captured by Pilaf and his... Pilaf and his group and are placed in a metal prison with a uh, glass ceiling. Goku tries to break through the glass ceiling, but like women in the job markets in the 50s, they couldn't break it. Mm, no, it's, that's so true, but no. Side note about the glass ceiling. I don't think the glass ceiling has actually been broken. I just think white women have pressed their faces so close to it that it almost looks like they've broken through it while laying on the corpse of dead women. Uh, that's, Jesus that's, Christ, Benel. Uh, Jesus. It's just like there's just a lot of dead bl- brown women underneath them. So God damn, bro. <laughs> it looks like they're through. Jesus. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um <laughs> But I, but that, but it's it's uh, but 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 also uh, savage. It's savage. Bro. It's pretty savage. Brutal. It's brutal. Incredibly. Look, that's why I tell my white women whenever I can. <laughs> your fiance, you mean? Yeah, yeah, my fiance. You call her your white woman? Is that what you call uh, yeah. her? The... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. That she's, I, I tell my white woman that she gets nothing out of this. Nothing. <laughs> well, how very honest of you. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, Pilaf uh, radios <laughs> in to tell them that their prison is specifically designed uh, to execute them at sunrise. The right. room will grow to be uh, incredibly hot, uh, and they will die slowly. Well, Pilaf watches um, mm-hmm. and, and rubs his nipple, I assume. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's like daddy magic. He's got to make sure they're hard. You know, you want to know why Emperor, what makes Emperor Pilaf's nipples hard? <laughs> no. Somebody <laughs> needs to, uh, honestly, I, will, I, would get daddy, I would get daddy magic to do some voiceover work because he would be great at it. Oh, he would. He would. Oh, so good. Uh, I will say this based on watching uh, a couple episodes before this and how uh, he was able to be distracted when he was counting to 10. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he would be able to pay attention to somebody dying slowly in a room. Like I feel yeah. like, like there would be a noise in the corner of the room, and he'd just be like, "Oh, what's that?" And he would completely forget to watch. Um, he's, yeah. he's got a very distractible uh, personality. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and the man yeah. has undiagnosed ADHD. It, it happens. Who's gonna diagnose it, bro? He's the emperor. He doesn't want to hear that shit. I, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. Which is like, I, that's the, honestly, most leadership is just like a undiagnosed, <laughs> undiagnosed mental. Self, yeah. You are just, you just have an undiagnosed mental disorder. That you, no one ever told you because you were going to. Yeah, because you're the fucking leader, the, so nobody fucking tells you. executed. Yeah, you're the fucking leader, so nobody tells you. Um, yeah, I don't, the thing is, I like. The show posits this as like, oh no, they're gonna die. I'm very suspect that even if what doesn't happen at the end happened, I don't think this would have worked. <laughs> like, I don't think this would actually kill them. No. Like, we're supposed to think this is a competent like death trap. Like, after everything we've seen, I, I assume that <laughs> that room would be uncomfortable to be in because it is all sure. But yeah, it, yeah. But actually, kill them like the like an like an ant like the way you said. Like, yeah, I don't no. know about all that. Also, uh, uh, why doesn't Goku Kamehameha the glass? He keeps trying to Kamehameha the wall. He's too hungry. He could just Kamehameha the glass and then use the power pole to extend and get out of there. Yeah, that's true. If he, like, he was out. able to Kamehameha through stone, he should be able to Kamehameha through tempered glass. Now, he is weakened. He's Kamehameha too much, so he's out of uh, stamina and mana and all of that jazz. Yeah. And key. Hasn't been called key yet, but he's out of that. Um... So he can't, but he didn't even try to do the window. That's my that's my whole thing. Well, according to Emperor Pilaf, <laughs> not even a cannon could crack the ceiling. So yeah, I, yeah, I believe everything he says. No, fair enough. <laughs> we, we've proven that Pilaf is kind of is very incompetent. So anything <laughs> Pilaf says should be taken with uh, two hundred milligrams of salt. That's yeah. a lot of that's that's a lot of salt. That's going to bring up your sodium. Quite a bit. Yeah. So what'd you say, Matt? Oh no, quite a bit. It would definitely bring. Yeah, food. yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would recommend you talk to your doctor first before ingesting that much salt. Talk to your doctor before believing anything Pilaf says. <laughs> says. There you go. <laughs> uh, Should you believe what Pilaf says? Talk to your doctor. Uh, anyway, uh, everyone's freaking out. Uh, but with the moon high in the sky, Pilaf and his cronies call it a night. Uh, only Pilaf, only Puar notices. The beautiful singularity of the moon. See, I know that Puar in the English version was annoying as fuck. In the Japanese version, he's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's just his English voice that's annoying. Yeah. That's fine. I didn't mind him in this episode, actually. Uh, Puar, he has this beautiful moon. And I'm like, that is a fucking... That's a great attitude to have. It is. What a a beautiful life-affirming attitude. I love that. Anyway, mm-hmm. Goku tells Yamcha and Bulma that the, a giant monster comes out when the moon is full. <laughs> and 
as he tells his story of <laughs> this giant monster that came that came out of the moon is full and killed his grandpa. Yamcha, Oolong, and Boma become way more nervous and scared. I which I fucking I really like. I really like <laughs> Goku's telling them the story and they're like Oh, he's talking about himself, isn't he? Yep. So when they were locked in this fucking stupid peel off death trap, I remember thinking like, I don't remember how they get out of this. And then peel off says, I mean, poor looks at the moon. And then I go like, Oh, already. Yeah. Again, I always in my memory think everything happens later in Dragon Ball than it does. Um, so yeah, the Goku starts telling the story. It's hilarious and unnerving and dramatic. I loved it. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's well because that's uh, really not commented in the series as a whole. Is like, oh, Goku's responsible for his grandfather's death. No, they like rarely talk about that. They really talk about it. Goku never grapples with it because he's too stupid. Uh, right. But yeah, he is responsible for his grandfather dying, which. You know, if this was like any other person, we'd be like, that would probably traumatize you. But Goku seems to be incapable of trauma. I'm pretty sure if you asked, like, Dragon Ball slash Z fans, how many of them would remember? Like, if you were like, uh, what killed Grandpa Gohan? I don't think most people would remember. I didn't yeah. remember this detail. Yeah, I didn't remember <laughs> it either. Yeah, I don't think... It, like, doesn't ever come up. <laughs> it's not, like, a thing. Uh, no, and it's never... Yeah, it's never, like, an important... No. It's never an important part of the, of the show. In any other show, it'd be, like, the most important thing. Yeah, it'd be, like, the <laughs> fucking... Uh, it'd, it'd be, be the it, whole point of the show. Yeah, it'd be the, yeah, it'd be the central point... The central character arc. Yeah. But yeah, but, I don't even remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, never brought up. I remembered it in the context of why Goku loses his tail. Uh, right. But other than that, like my my memory of it was hazy. Yamcha, Oolong, and Boma debate whether or not to tell Goku uh, to test the theory of Goku transforming to a giant monster when he looks at the moon uh, and decide not to do it, uh, which leads Bulma to ask Goku to not look at the moon while pointing at the moon, indicating where not to look. <laughs> Which is really funny, actually. Don't look there! And then Goku turns and looks at just the moon. Just follows our finger. Like, of just course. Don't point, at, don't point at the moon, you idiot. <laughs> Bulma, Bulma's like... Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know call it naive, naivete, or like... Just her fucking up. In early Dragon Ball is pretty. It's fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> Just, um, yeah, he looks right at the moon, but he's fine, Benel. He's fine. Yeah, he's okay. He's like, oh, damn it! I looked at the moon again. Uh, and then he transforms into a giant monkey beast, busting everyone out of prison when his size increases and he starts going on a kaiju style rampage. Okay. Pause. We all know this is a thing now. We're in the future. At the time, how much, how fucked up was this? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a great twist. A wonderful like, twist. It's, I, you know, I fucking forget 
like, I always think about Naruto as, like, the OG boy that had a monster inside him. I forget it was Goku. <laughs> I for totally forget that Goku also had the same I'm actually a monster twist. Uh, before Naruto, before Jujutsu Kaisen, before it became, you know, before it was ubiquitous in anime. Like, it's just like... Oh man, what a, like it's so it's so cool to go back and watch this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how they get out of this. He transforms into Nozaru, and the thing is, we don't know why the fuck this is happening. This is all given context later, but at the time, we're like, what the fuck? Like he, like he just had a tail. He's just a nice boy from the woods with a tail who's really strong, and he just turns to fucking King Kong. What? 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 <laughs> what the fuck? Um. We get Shenron and Ozaru in the same episode. Yeah. It's pretty great. Pretty great stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, I feel like we've reached... Uh, we haven't gotten all the elements of Dragon Ball, but all the foundational elements of Dragon Ball are in place now. Yeah, we're just missing Krillin. Yeah. We need Krillin, and we need Goku to wear the turtle hermit key, and then we're off to the races. And then we're off to the races. Then we get all the. Then we have all Dragon Ball all the time. Mm-hmm. Find them Dragon Balls. Be, be, be. Yeah, that's that is our that yeah. is our episode. That's the episode. We go off the air with the narrator saying like, "Oh fuck, bet you didn't see that shit coming." See you <laughs> next time, bitches. <laughs> that should be great. Can I, can we sub out the narrator for? <laughs> uh, for just, but you know, you're not watching this in 2023. You didn't see that shit coming, did you? Yeah, you fucking yeah. assholes. <laughs> yeah, what about this? Yeah, go, fucking dickheads. He became a fucking great ape. What does that even mean, bro? I don't know. <laughs> How are you gonna stop him? Yeah, who fucking knows, man? See you next time. Uh, yeah. That's, uh... It's also... It's iconic. It's beautiful. I loved it. It's time to uh, rate the episode. Everybody, so started off with our uh, guest uh, out of seven Dragon Balls. <coughs> how many would you give this one, uh, Matt Stores? I mean, I would. Th- I think I would give it seven Dragon Balls. Uh, just wow, be- just because like it hits so many things. Like we have Shenron, we have the giant ape, we have you know slapstick comedy, we have uh, horrible plans that don't lead anywhere. I mean, it just hits all of the notes uh, so well. So at least at least six, bordering on seven, Dragon Ball. No, go, go all the way. Go seven. If yeah. it's in your heart. If it's what... A dream is a wish your heart makes, Matt. And, That's true. Uh, That's true. If you're wishing for seven, it's seven. Benny G. My man. Yeah, that's a se- this is a seven. This is a seven Dragon Ball episode. That's a seven. All right. Two sevens. Am I going to be the... The surly one who says... The dissenting opinion. Will I be the dissenter of sevens? Uh, Yeah, I will. I'm going to go five. Uh, I really liked the beginning. I love the beginning and the end. Um, I I just don't like... I'm still confused about the power pole scene. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Was it a joke? It was supposed to be a joke. I just don't get it. But, uh... Okay, it doesn't make it a bad episode by any means. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I just can't get over what was supposed to happen when they went up the power pole. I'm still thinking about that. 
Uh, maybe too much. I should probably go six, but I'm going to stick with my five to be at the center. The center! The center! Um, hold on, but I got to go to the uh, bathroom real quick, Benel. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, oh, by the way, here are the seven Dragon Balls. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, shit. And, uh, uh I'll, yeah, I'll right, be right back. Go, wait, just, you gotta go, wait, look, they're glowing. Yeah, glowing. Gonna, oh, yeah, fuck, they're glowing. Bro, they're glowing. Oh, they're doing the glowing thing again. Oh. <sighs> I have arisen. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. You want morning, Shalom. Benel, how's it going? Uh, okay, it's okay. Look, uh, look, this is a little uncomfortable, but you know, we got a bill for we got a bill. Um, <sighs> lately it's in the it's a in bill. Your, yeah, it's an electric What's bill. What for? Um, oh, yeah, the the yeah, it looks like a yeah, it's like one hundred forty four dollars. Have you been running the air conditioning when we were nonstop? Nonstop. It's 90 degrees. Uh, yeah, but you can't run the All air day. Con- yeah, you can't run the air conditioner. When you're I heard not- it's cheaper if you just leave it on the whole time. No, like you, you can't run the air conditioner all day when you're not in the house. Like you got to you, you got to like turn it off when you go somewhere. You just can't Oh, just- I don't I don't leave the house anymore. No, I mean, unless I'm summoned. Not since she took the kids. <laughs> <sighs> Oh god damn it. I don't leave the house anymore. Have you have you talked to that therapist I I I, I recommended? Yeah. How how is that how's that going? I mean I don't know. I don't know if I believe in this whole therapy thing. <sighs> Come on, Shenron. Are you actually trying to put to put effort in it? It's not easy. I, it's not supposed to be easy. It's just you you have to do know. it you have to do it for your mental health. I'm I'm worried about you. You're sleeping a lot. You're you're not you know you're not the fun jovial I you mean, know, ancient dragon that you used to be like I definitely I'm not the ancient dragon from Dragon Ball you mean yeah Is well, that what you mean you're not the same ancient dragon from Dragon Ball you're not you don't have the commanding presence you're, you sound you're, just like my ex-wife you know that well maybe maybe you're not the fun wish giving Shenron from Dragon Ball what happened to him well you know I gave these brats wishes for four different series. Maybe that's what happened. Martha. Sorry. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, you know yeah. what? I'm so, you know, I, I... This is what my therapist told yeah. warned me about. <clears throat> I'm projecting. Yeah. 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 Uh, if, if I may, uh, you know, as an outsider... Who are you, mortal? Uh, I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm Matt. Uh, I, sorry, I, I didn't mean that in a... Like, I meant that, like... Because I, 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 we haven't met. I'm Shenron. Hi, Shenron. I'm Matt Stores. It's, it's good to meet you. Um, nice to meet you. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think what what I'm hearing from you is, you know, you've done a lot of activity for other people, um, but mm, you haven't mm-hmm. you haven't really done the introspection of what Shenron wants, you know. <sighs> and I think that that's mm. something that you should you should you know think about talking about in therapy. Because, you know, I think you're, you're focusing a lot of your effort on what other people want and what you can do for other people as opposed to what you can, what you can do for yourself and what you can mm. do for those that you love. Okay. But I, I, oh, people only loved me for my wish giving. 
Well, see, that's the thing. I think that, you know, just from what I've been able to hear so far, it sounds like you have, you know, a lot of other characteristics and a lot of, a lot of other positive things to traits. offer. Yeah. A lot of things to offer, a lot of positive traits that people kind of are overlooking just because of these wish givings. Like you, you know, you are a wish granted in and of yourself. You know, you don't have to be granting wishes mm. for, to improve the world. You can, you can improve your life and the lives of others just through your just natural inherent magic and, um, and power. Well, oh, that's all very nice of you to say. I, 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 you know, sometimes I feel like it's not just the, the wish giving. It's sometimes I feel like people are only my friends because I'm an immortal dragon. And it's like a, like a social climbing type of thing. You know, because then they get to be like, I'm friends with Shenron. You know, like, Goku always says that shit. And I'm like, bro, I don't even, you never invited me to the barbecues. Or whatever. You just summon me when you need something done. Bulma never invited me to the, you know, the tournament of power. Or whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know Shenron. I know, like, bitch, you're a social climber. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of thing. Like, I have a Everybody wants their token dragon friend around. Except they don't. They only want me around when they need something. At least that's how it feels. Have you have you considered joining? Like, what are some of your other interests? Have you considered making new friends? I like spelunking. Okay, like maybe um, maybe there's a spelunking club like near you. You might be able to join, meet up with some people that also enjoy that. I like air hockey. Oh yeah, you could go um, to a Dave and Buster's and play some air hockey, meet some people. It's hard for me to fit in there, though. That's the problem I have in the Dave and Busters. It's very large. I could see that being a problem. Spelunky is also counterintuitive because I'm a flying, you know, fuck off gigantic dragon. But but I I like it. I like the mystique of the caves. It's all cozy in there. Quiet. No one asking you to give them things. Just you and the sound of the drip. In the caves. Anyway, sorry, I was getting um, you know, you're you're right. I need to do some things for me. You're saying, yeah, absolutely. And that way, I'll have the energy and the love in my heart. Once I have the love for myself, I can express that love to my family and my friends and others. Exactly. Exactly. Oh well, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, also, you know, also, uh, Greg, yes. you you got to call your sponsor. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll call him. Yeah. Hold on. It's uh, it's King Kai. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. He literally was just asking me. Yeah. You know, <sighs> he's just asked me where, like, if I've seen. Okay. You. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll let him. It's know. part of the program. You have to do it. Like I. Okay, I will. I know. So like, yeah, give him a call. Uh, anyway, it's uh, but um, so I uh. What what is your wish for me this day, uh, mortals? You can go first, Benel, since I've known you longer. Uh, you know, I would really love a set of fresh panties. That would that would be really. Mm, this can be done. Uh, Matt St- Stores was it? Yes, correct. Uh, Matt Stores, what is your wish? My wish is that you take some time for yourself to rest and relax. Uh, 
Wait, for real? Yeah. That's the nicest wish anyone's ever given me. Uh, it will be granted. <laughs> I'm not crying. <clears throat> Dragons don't cry. Don't don't hey. use those tears for anything. They're hey. not magical hey. at all. Hey. Dragons don't do put them in a jar and hold them for 200 years like a weirdo. You know, I had that that happened once. Sometimes one time uh, th uh th this dude trapped my tears and then tried to use them for magic. And the worst part is that it fucking worked. Anyway, I must away. <clears throat> Goodbye, mortals. I'm off on vacation time. I'll be spelunking. Oh, also, here's those panties you asked for. Oh, God, they're hot. They're fucking blazing hot. They're yeah, so it's... hot. They're like blazing hot Cheetos. Oh, guys, oh, I'm back. Uh, What happened? How'd it go? Man, I honestly, you know, man, it's... <sighs> My bathroom breaks just—they've been getting longer. Yeah, um, we might, we might have to see a doctor about that. Yeah. Nah, it's just the Chinese food that I ate. I think I'm fine. Um, I don't get sick, bro. I'm Asian. Mm. Uh, that's not true. I was sick uh, last weekend. But the point is, how was Shenron? What happened? With, how was he? He's going through some stuff, man. Yeah, he's he's having a rough time, but I think he's I think he's gonna be okay. Mm. Yeah, the, the divorce hit him pretty hard. Um, you know, he really. You know, he he really loved those kids. Um, he still loves them. They're not dead, but uh, you know, you know, we you know, seeing them on the weekends, you know, it's it's rough. Uh, is he, he's going to therapy though? Still, he's still going to therapy. Yeah, that's right. okay. Good. Yeah, I, I got a I got a text from King Kai. He um, uh, he he's he's got to call him. Did, did you tell him about that? Yeah, good. yeah, I uh, yeah, okay. I asked him to call. Him. All right. Was he smoking? Was he still smoking? He wasn't smoking. Okay. That's good. Uh, that's good. Well, um, anyway, uh, now we get to plugs. <laughs> and we hear that train coming. <laughs> uh, an awkward transition into <laughs> plugs. <laughs> Maddie Stores, uh, tell the folks at home what, uh, where they can find you, what you're up to. Absolutely. Uh you can find me online. Uh, most socials, I'm at M-T-S-T-O-R-R-S, M-T-Stores. Uh, and then uh, I uh, host a storytelling uh, show at QED, first and third Saturdays of the month, called How Was It? Uh, I also have an improvised stand-up show at QED called Leap of Faith, uh, which is the second Sunday of the month. And nice. then uh, I'm going to be at the Edinburgh uh, Fringe Festival uh, with my show. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, with my show, Portly Lutheran Know-It-All. Uh, so you can uh, check out information about that on uh, my socials. Got a link tree. Got, you know, all those fun things. But, uh, yeah, I uh, also have an, a podcast called Matt's Flaming, where I try and explain what I know about an area of uh of you know common knowledge or you know specialized knowledge to an expert in that field and then have them correct me yeah that was super fun i did the jackie chan episode that was very fun very fun <laughs> so yeah listen to that that's, that's a really fun show and also congrats on the edinburgh thing bro that's awesome thank you yeah i'm very excited about it it's gonna be a lot of fun sweet that's dope um Benny G, hit the people with your dates. 
Hey guys, so I am gonna be at Jobber Slam three uh, in Brooklyn, New York, uh, on uh, Saturday, July 29th. That's next Saturday. Uh, doors is at three, bells at four. Forty dollars front row, thirty dollars uh, general admission. It's gonna be an amazing show. You know, Darius Carter, Steve Pena, uh, Jobber the Jobber Slam tears versus the prolific uh, battle royal with a laundry list of names uh, come through. Also, you can watch my match. My most recent match on the season finale of Battle Club X on YouTube now. Uh, in August, I am in uh, Coliseum Pro Wrestling on Friday the 4th in Connecticut. And on the 26th, I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah for uh, STF Wrestling, Survival of the Fearless Wrestling as part of the Tag Team Tournament. And tag, the Rocky Mountain Tag Team Summit. Uh, for more info, follow my Instagram at ham underscore wrestler. Uh, for more dates, times, and uh, general buffoonery. Indubitably. And as always, if you want to support the show, you can at patreon.com slash pod. We got, uh, for $5, you can get all of the content, though, including Yu-Gi-Oh! Behind the Paywall. There's also, uh, uh, Uma Musume Pretty Derby, where you can listen to me cry because horse girls are friends. And there's, uh, Gundam. There's Dragon Ball GT. Uh, a bunch of pilots for a bunch of other animes. And, uh, yeah, um, the, the cop lady anime. Uh, You're Under Arrest. That's what it was called. Uh, and yeah, a bunch of stuff back there, and we're doing, we're in Battle City, uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh! right now, me and Hannah Harkness, so, go support the pod, and also, if you yeah, listen to Talking Naruto, and the professional wrestling podcast, uh, the professionals are me and Katie Rose Leon, the professionals. Uh, so, uh, that's it, um, for now, we'll be back next week with another episode of Ballin' Out! MC unknown to the masses. I used to cut class, no, I only cut classics. I dropped out of school, flow above average. I knew I could fly all to my advantage. As soon as I landed, I was taken off. Emptied out the vault, every penny was a thought. Are you ready on your mark? Get set, go. Set a course all aboard on the SS smoke. The journey is imperative, even if it's perilous. We all toe the line and I climb on Mount Everest. It never gets any less treacherous. Trench to the tomb, the ghoul should have expected it. Remember, it's the end of the beginning so just settle in when you listen to the session better tell a friend even if he's alien don't have him wait inside the lobby you could send him in and this is what i tell him then so my oh my where do i begin if i do wrong then where do i end can we do it all again do it all again can we take it from the top 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 so my oh my where do i begin if i do wrong then where do i end can we do it all again I step to the plate, receiving my fate Designated spitter, but they call me DH Fastball splitter, oh, the corners I paint As a home run hit, it's in the ball in the space I'm destined to be great Bonds hitting bombs in the bay Banging on beans till they throw them away 
are they down in the jerk, advancing the third, I'ma slide in the home with the weight of the world on me, yeah, hold up the bases, round in the bag on my search for oasis, dug out the hole, now it's off to the races, standing on deck and I'm all in your face, yeah, you strike out, swinging over it all to my aces, went from last place to setting the pace, I'm recording the save as the next sensation, time to start winning after L's have been blazed in, my oh my, where do I begin? If I do wrong, then where do I end? Can we do it all again? Can we do it all yeah. again? Can we take it from the top? Top from the top. So my oh my, yeah. where do I begin? Yeah. If I do wrong, then where do I end? Can we do it all again? I don't yeah. know. Can we take it from yeah. the top? This is ethereal. Pipe organs in cathedrals. Don't matter what lane I'm in, I'm in every single vehicle. Come for the ride, look, I even saved the seat for you. You wanna rhyme? We can spit over a beat or two, me to you. I guarantee that any beat will do, and I'll dissolve anything the acid hasn't eaten through. After life, I spit Beetlejuice. Wonder what's the ruckus and discover an abundance of my people, dude. I'm here to see it through. I feel the need to do it. If the window don't break, we could troubleshoot it. Too acute with the symptoms, the only cure is music. I know my smile is contagious, the style is rather crooked. Queen. It'll never say that I'm out of Brooklyn From a story a way before it was cooking It was J and I, Lester B and Bra I can't forget Michael, whole crew going My oh my, where do I begin? If I do wrong, then where do I end? Can we do it all again? Do it all again Can we take it from the top? Top top So my oh my, where do I begin? If I do wrong, then where do I end? Can we do it all again? I don't know Can we take it from the top? If I do wrong, then where do I?